Um, like I had a weird dream one time where I was introducing my current boyfriend to my ex-fiance. And I, it, it was like the conversation. I'm like, this is my huh. new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It's a small town. That's a very real conversation that could eventually happen if my, uh-huh. <laughs> if my boyfriend uh-huh. and I were visiting. Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are breakup coaches, here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of X-Files. How's everyone doing today? How did everyone sleep? (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's a good question to have people think about for this this topic. Yeah. Oh, my Um, God. I miss the days when I could just get into bed and go to sleep, but... Like now, Mm -hmm. if I want to sleep, I have to have red light. I have to have no screens after like 8 p.m., play 528 hertz, solfeggio frequencies, like have an Epsom salt bath. Oh, my God. Lavender essential oils, acupressure mat, like in my weighted blanket. Like it's a whole thing. Um, Yeah. One thing I'm grateful for is I don't have (laughs) trouble sleeping. I've got some other health issues, but sleeping isn't one of them. And I'm very thankful for that because that's a, what you're describing is an ordeal. Yeah. It used to be me. I was Mm -hmm. like 9 PM. I'd start going Mm -hmm. down. (laughs) Well, we're going to talk about what happens once you get to sleep tonight, but first or today we're going to talk about what happens when you get to sleep at night. Yes. Uh, First, (laughs) we've got some exciting news. We're really thrilled to let our radiant audience know that we've launched a Patreon. Yay. This will help us in our efforts to continue to create resources for those who are healing from a broken heart and who desire happy, healthy relationships with themselves and others. We put a lot of work into this show, and this is going to allow us to continue to do so and maybe even do more. If you love X-Files, becoming a patron gives you the chance to say thank you and gives you access to coaching resources and all sorts of great bonuses. Get the link at the very top of the show notes to become an X-Files insider now. Awesome. So looking forward to seeing everyone in our Patreon. Yes, everyone. We're looking forward to seeing each of you in there. (laughs) Yeah. So um, let's get down to business. Dreaming about exes. Ah, how awkward. Um, We both have dreams about multiple of our exes. Mm -hmm. So First of all, just if you listen to nothing else, let that be a reassuring note for you that, you know, you kind of just, it's not that they stop, you just don't care anymore. <laughs> so, absolutely. <laughs> yep. I mean, this is years and years, years. later for me. Yeah. And it still, it still happens. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, I can't do anything um, about it. I'm cool. Yeah. I laugh it off. Yeah, exactly. I like wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> he popped in said hi yeah that's cool it's annoying but uh, yeah it's annoying um but yeah don't let it throw off my day anymore no. so um yeah and we definitely don't if you can't tell we do not read it as oh my god I'm not over them 
that is not how we <laughs> how yeah. we think about these dreams anymore so yeah n- not a hot take despite that it can be very painful especially if you are like when you are conscious you're not really sure how over them you are or you know that you aren't over them and then you have these dreams and it's like oh my god my heart Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like when you're suffering from something devastatingly emotional like a breakup, it makes sense that your subconscious mind will include the people involved in your dreams. And like I used to let dreams of my ex put me into a tailspin for days after, but I no longer see it that way. Um and Part of that is that I just kind of got used to having these dreams occasionally. Like it wasn't like an unexpected thing. It was like, oh, that happened again. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also changed my interpretation of why they were happening. Um, Yeah. And they vary on what X is featured, what's happening in the dream and so on. They're just kind of like familiar faces that just walk in and out of my subconscious. Yeah. Well, that's what, that's what dreams are, unfortunately. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So the assumption that we often hear from listeners and clients is that since someone's dreaming about an ex, it means that the ex was the one Yeah. mm -hmm, that the ex is somehow dreaming about them, that they can't move on because of it or that, or that they're meant to be with their ex or um, you know, that their subconscious is telling them that, you know, they should, they should make this happen. Or um, I also hear that, you know, they can't move on because of it. Oh, wait, I already yeah. said that. So <laughs> but yeah, also, like, we do hear about dreams a lot. So it makes sense that you're like, and then they say this. And then yeah, this <laughs> because like, we do like from clients, from people in our DMs. Yeah, like, from a lot of friends. people mention it in the Facebook group. And I always just want to tell everyone, like, I assure you that it really doesn't mean any of those things and that it's so (laughs) normal. It really is. Um, Right. Because I think, you know, people attach a meaning to it. And I I think that's that's the problem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't you dream about other people from your past? Right. We don't really attach a meaning to that. Oh, my God. Brandon from high school I totally had like a hot dream about him even though we haven't talked in 12 years and I didn't even know him at the time he was Mm -hmm. just in my classes but we're meant to be now because exactly I had this dream we'll get into it like dreams do have significance to like what plays out in some dreams like I have dreams about not being able to take care of my cats. Basically, I'm always like running from an apocalyptic event Mm -hmm. and I have three cats and I'm always carrying two and I can't find the third. And that's like my repetitive dream. I've heard some parents who I've known who have very similar stress dreams involving their kids where they're like running with their kids or there's something stressful. And um, yeah, exactly. So that makes total sense to me. Yeah. So, but it's not necessarily that like I'm reading that as, oh my God, the apocalypse is about to happen and I Mm -hmm. need to prepare. Like, that's not the message I get from it. So, yeah. Um, So what does dreaming about your ex not mean? Oh, right. So it doesn't mean that you're not 
over them. Mm-hmm. Number one. Yes. Um, or like that you said, can't get over them. Or that you can't get over them mm-hmm. or that you shouldn't get over them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, that's a good those. one. And I mean, trust me, this will put you in a world of hurt if you start to analyze it in this way. When I first started dreaming about my ex-husband, I, I, I was having a hard time getting on with my life. And I think that a lot of people who are in the same place will attach this meaning to it because they, they don't want to move on or they're subconsciously not ready to move on or they fear moving on. And so you have a dream and you use it as proof or evidence that you should like stay in this kind of stuck place. I don't think people cognitively know that they're doing it but yeah I I think you and I did this and I started thinking oh we're meant to be together and the next thing I know you know we're talking and you know trying to kind of get back together and as I've often said worst thing I've ever done (laughs) yeah but you know it was part of your journey um absolutely now I can tell people it was the worst thing I ever done. don't do it (laughs) you're like don't don't do it Mm -hmm. um Yeah. And like, especially for me, like I notice if we've done like a heavier, like deeper, more personal episode where Mm -hmm. I'm like telling some like an like I'm telling like details about something like I'll usually in the next week I'll have a dream. About yeah. So I have had more dreams about my ex-husband since we started the podcast. Yeah, and totally. in fact, so um, so I have a story that I'd love to tell everyone. So, oh, I don't remember if it was during DV Awareness Month or we had done some type of episode that was kind of yeah. related. to, And I had mentioned the gaslighting in my in my marriage. And you guys, I had the craziest dream. <laughs> so and I love this. I had a dream that I was with my ex-husband and he was really mad at me and he he gave me a notepad and a pen and he told me to start writing down all of the things that I was doing wrong writing them down and I stood up and I go no No! (laughs) I go it's you it's not nice you and it was so vivid and that was pretty much the end of it or at least what I remember Um, and I know not all of our dreams about our exes are so empowering and meaningful (laughs) I know sadly I you know sadly they're not um but for me yes that had definitely come up absolutely related to an episode we did um and I it's still one of my favorite dreams that being said if I I'll be transparent as possible I also have um dreams where we're getting back together I have sexual ish dreams or just dreams that he's just like in for no reason so they're not all you know meaningful and helping me continue to move on I do also have just random yeah sometimes they're just like a character in the background and you're like Mm -hmm. oh they're here yep and you're like just walking through your dream um yeah like especially just you know the repetition I think one of the things we're gonna come up um gonna talk about later is like if if you're thinking about something in your waking life it's probably gonna come up in your sleeping life as well and that's a good point we're writing an episode outline for like one to two weeks before an episode then we record the episode and then I go in and I edit the episode so I've gotten like at least three touches (laughs) on this story it'd be crazy honestly if I didn't dream about it yeah (laughs) I love that you're mentioning all of this because you know I I 
go through a similar amount of um, dwelling yeah. on things that I say in an episode. And I just really hope that everyone notices what we're saying. And that just goes yeah. to really prove how much Claire and I have gotten over these situations to the yeah. point that we do spend quite a bit of time sometimes thinking about, about yeah. these things. <laughs> and it does not get to us yeah. Uh, emotionally we are able to laugh we're able to go on with our lives you do move on all right yeah. I know that's not what this episode is you about but on. you know we're living proof definitely yeah so some things that dreaming about an ex could mean you're thinking about and worried about being successful in a new relationship and these are kind of like your reference points. And you're like, let me have an anxiety dream about a past relationship because I'm worried about the future relationship. Yeah. Stress and anxiety show up in dreams a lot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it could mean that you're processing and you're trying to arrive at forgiveness. You're trying to forgive them. Um, it could mean that you miss parts of your life that you had with them where you lived activities the vibe of that era like i so relate to this because you know the like chapters that have closed in my past were very like unique vibes that you know i've moved on from but they were still a vibe at the time yeah so. that's what i was missing as well i had been yeah. living i was living with some family members at the time that i had this first dream and mm -hmm. i it, I was just, it wasn't as fun. Yeah. I was yeah. missing the times that we had had being in college, being in New York and yeah, exactly. kind of regretting where I was at. And yeah, yeah. it makes total sense. And even if the relationship was meant to end, like hopefully there were some good times as well. So yeah. like, it would make sense that at least those parts of it, you're like, Hmm. Um, it could be a symbol of a bigger anxiety. So like your brain is trying to heal whatever made you exes in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the ex in your dream could be representing who you were in the relationship. Maybe you're missing that version of yourself, like, I don't know, the innocence in the, like, Yeah, sure, um, sure. Yeah. It could mean that you have a fear of being hurt again. This is a good one. According to the Sleep Foundation, if you have been cheated on in your relationship, you are more likely to dream about infidelity than someone who has not. I think, again, this could go back to the stress and anxiety thing and the way that that manifests itself in dreams. You're going to exactly. have stress and anxiety over you know, the possibility of this happening again. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's something in your life right now that you need to break up with in order to be happy. That's Ooh. cute. And um, I hear about people's sex-related dreams a lot. And you know, <laughs> I, I guess you could say I've struggled with this myself. Um, if it's sex-related, your subconscious may just be drawing on whatever is most familiar and accessible to form an erotic dream. Sex dreams are common. They're healthy and very, very normal. Yes. If your ex was someone you had sex with last, you had sex with a lot, had a formative sexual experience with, have sexual trauma around, or bonded with more than you have with other people, they may just be deeply embedded in your subconscious. Your subconscious has to draw from somewhere. If you're going to have a sex dream, often it will be with another person. Yeah. And it's just 
this is who's in there the most. <laughs> yeah. I guess this leads into my next point where it's like the sex dreams can happen with just about anyone who's like in your subconscious. And it doesn't mean that you're supposed to get back together. Like I've had, you know, relationship dreams or sex dreams about famous people, faceless people. That's, I don't know if anyone else. Yeah, Let so I was actually um, listening. So Sex with Emily um, did a breakup episode recently and I was listening to it and um, someone did write in and ask about the dream thing. Yeah. And um, she was saying, this is not really related to a breakup, but she was saying that females fantasize sexually most about themselves. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also have had sex dreams with, yeah, faceless uh people so I think yeah it's, yeah it's kind of just like like females more want to see themselves as the center of the fa- sexual fantasy right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like I think that comes out in the rest of your sex life too we'll talk about that in a different episode <laughs> um but basically like you know I'll I'll even have sex dreams about random people I don't even know yeah and I'm like where did I see this person like I don't even know who they are but you know that was hot um And so like any of those dreams, I don't take it as meaning that I need to drop everything and go woo this random person because I had a sexy dream about them, you know? So I apply that same logic to, you know, people I've actually been intimate with in real life. Mm -hmm. If I have a sex dream about them, I'm not putting any other meaning on it other than my body just like needed to do that. You know, according to the Sleep Foundation, recalled dreams feature an average of four characters, and those characters have to come from somewhere. That is so interesting. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yes. And you're right. They have to come from somewhere. And often it's people who you've spent the most time with. Yeah. Once in a while, my best friend growing up, who I haven't talked to in 15 years is very randomly in my dreams and I don't want this person in my life it's someone oh, from my, okay cool. someone from my Mormon days no 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 um okay. and I I really don't think anything of it except that you know I even at this age I probably spent more time with her than lots of other people in my life so yeah yeah that's all the sleep foundation also shared dreams about former partners are not uncommon research shows the occurrence of an ex in dreams depends on your relationship status at the time of the dream in one study 35 percent of people in a relationship dreamt about their current partner or an ex in contrast a little over 17 percent of single people dreamt about former partners hmm that is interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I guess. I wonder why it's higher for people. In yeah, I'm going to have to say this doesn't ring true for me, but I'm yeah. just, you know, I know that some people struggle with dreaming about an ex when they're getting into a new relationship. Yeah, and definitely. so this could be very helpful for those people. Like you're yeah. going to be dreaming about relationships and it has yeah. to come from somewhere. If you're in a new relationship, I don't think you're as likely to dream about that person because they're not as much in your subconscious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I have definitely found this to be true when I was just starting to date my um, current partner. That was definitely happening. Um, <laughs> so yeah and it's like it's also like it makes you start thinking because he was like oh i dreamt about you i dreamt about you and i'm like this is so awkward like Uh 
I dreamt about my ex last night and he's telling me about how he was dreaming about me. And it's like, it's totally normal. It's totally normal. It doesn't mean anything about like the future success of the relationship or anything like that. It's just like characters. They can but some out. people will get mad if they hear this. So, you know, you yeah. know <laughs> how much you share um, because yeah, not everyone is a breakup coach who has all this information. And exactly. You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, feel free to just keep it to yourself. <laughs> yes. like, <laughs> um, yeah, this is another point for blocking on social media and going no contact at least while you're really like in that sensitive like fragile healing phase because seeing your ex can trigger their inclusion in your dreams even if it's just on social media so yeah like um sleep foundation again great resource um they here's this quote whether by scrolling through social media or bumping into them at the grocery store, seeing your ex can trigger their appearance in your dreams. An ex showing up in your dreams may simply be a part of memory consolidation. Research shows that dreams most frequently incorporate events one to seven days after the event experience. So you might even be like, oh, I'm fine for three days and then you have a dream about the person and you're like that's weird why would i dream about them four days after it happened you're hmm. still in that like very normal window um and i think this is the effect that's like you know uh comes up for janice and i because like yeah we're not like pouring over pictures of our exes but we are like you know there's as you're writing an episode and you're like what what stories are really helpful for me to include here Mm -hmm. there's some visualization of things that happen so Mm -hmm. yeah um cool so why do dreams even happen in the first place good thing to talk (laughs) about yeah (laughs) yeah it's like we're talking about dreaming about an ex but like dreams in general why do dreams in general happen The role of dreams is still debated by researchers. There's a lot we don't know, especially because like there's space, there's the ocean, and then there's the human brain. Three places we don't know much about. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just thought of that. Um, In Time Magazine, or maybe it was just online, I'm not sure, but this article, what your dreams actually mean according to science thanks science by jeffrey kluger modern psychologists and neurologists armed with imaging equipment including pet scans and mris have taken things to a deeper more technical level speculating that dreaming is the brain's way of dumping excess data consolidating important information and keeping us alert to danger and even more maybe under that and memory that's one reason we dream in the healthline article why do we dream the author james roland writes one widely held theory about the purpose of dreams is that they help you store important memories and things you've learned get rid of unimportant memories and sort through complicated thoughts and feelings it's like a therapy research shows (laughs) what was that dreams are like 
going to therapy but sitting in a room by yourself like things mm -hmm. are gonna get a little wacky yeah you don't <laughs> oh have my god someone definitely with you <laughs> research shows that sleep helps store memories if you learn new information and sleep on it you'll be able to recall it better than if asked to remember that information without the benefit of sleep and again this is all like unconscious subconscious things that are yeah. that are happening isn't that so cool though? Mm -hmm. I've yeah. I've heard before it's like if you're studying for something, like take a nap immediately after you study and then have another yeah. like study. Yeah, I've session. heard that too. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, you know, if if you're just going through a breakup and you're thinking about someone and then you finally pass out, like it makes sense. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. Okay, so it also depends on the amount and the quality of your sleep. So from Healthline, one of the biggest influences on dreams is how much or how little you're sleeping. Being sleep deprived for a night or two or more can make parts of your brain much more active when you finally do slip into REM sleep, which is where you have most of your dreams. You're likely to have more vivid dreams if you've had some restless nights. You're also more likely to recall those dreams as well. Um, I'm sorry, who has not missed out some sleep after a breakup? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> well, and also how many people just have trouble sleeping in general? Yeah. I mean, you just described <laughs> at the top of the show, yeah. you know, what you go through just to get to sleep. And, you know, um, I have a lot of friends who will mention that they just generally struggle with sleep. I think it's, yeah. you know, a really big problem in today's society. I think yeah. that also people don't allow themselves to get enough sleep for whatever reason. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, once you, once you do, which, you know, occasionally you have to get a bunch of good sleep. Yeah. yeah. It might be full of crazy dreams, exactly. you know, like a weekend nap because you've been kind of sleep deprived all week. Yeah, something crazy could pop in there during yeah. that nap. I know I sometimes have weird dreams during my weekend naps. Exactly. <laughs> um, I wear like a fitness and sleep tracker thing. And it's really interesting when I've had a bad night's sleep. And then the next night, it'll even say like, looks like you spent more time than usual in REM sleep. That might oh. be because you're making up for not having good sleep the night before. Oh, and that's so cool. it'll even show me like, hey you're mm -hmm. you're changing around like the sleep cycles in order to like get the most of the like regenerative parts of sleep in order mm -hmm. to make up for sleep before does so. your show you how much deep and how much light yeah sleep you have? that's the only thing i have a very cheap tracker and that's the only thing mine shows and i'm always trying to figure out if my amounts of heavy and dark and heavy and light sleep are normal or not yeah um i mean i i wear a whoop i'm i really like it um let me see so last night i got six hours and 42 minutes of sleep oh claire not terrible but it's not the <laughs> best but i was in bed for eight hours so oh, okay. like um so last night i got um, I was awake for 40 minutes. I was in light sleep for two hours and 34 minutes. I was in REM for two hours and 38. And I was in deep sleep for one hour and 30. Okay. Um, yeah. And like mine, I can input like if I had a drink in the evening, which can really um, impact the quality of your sleep. Um, even if it feels like you're falling asleep faster, alcohol mm -hmm. 
doesn't let you like rest as much in that sleep um you know other other things in there too and then it tells me like i get um statistics after like a week or after a month and it's like hey these are the things you're doing that seem to be helping your sleep quality and these are the things you're doing that seem to be correlated with having I like that bad night's sleep yeah um and they have like you can put in like if you're sick or whatever or like it's, it's really interesting gotcha. um so yeah if you're interested in sleep um getting like a a pretty intense <laughs> fitness yeah i like just even just fun. um i have mine is cheap but i even like just seeing that gives me hours of deep and hours of light yeah. and then it, it shows when i got up too um if i if i do oh, I, nice. I find it so fascinating yeah so yeah. let's see two nights ago i got four hours of and 15 minutes of deep sleep and three hours and 45 minutes of light sleep. So it sounds like that's not bad, right? No, not not bad. Yeah. Interesting. Exactly. So yeah. Um, DM us about your sleep. We (laughs) obviously, I think this stuff is so cool. (laughs) It's important. Um, (laughs) In fact, I've thought about maybe doing an episode just on sleep because it is so crucial Oh yeah. my God. If you are struggling oh at all with your breakup and you are, you know, online at three, four in the morning, please. Yeah. yeah. Don't. We're going <laughs> to do an episode on, um, digital detox in which, oh, yeah. um, for Claire's mental health, um, <laughs> she's going to do it herself. Janice may join. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to do a little digital detox and I think that will also help my sleep a lot. Um, so maybe a sleep episode will come on the heels of the digital detox. Yep. <laughs> Let us know if you have an experience uh, about with either that you would like us to share on the show. Awesome. So what else can, why else do humans dream possibly again, this is all, you know, theories. Yeah. Scientists <laughs> theory, are trying their best. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another theory is wish fulfillment. The same time article, what your dreams actually mean according to science says dreams about flying may represent a desire for freedom dreams about finding new rooms in your home may express express a desire for opportunity or novelty as for sex dreams often as not they're about sex (laughs) (laughs) i've had all three of those dreams and uh yeah and that's it (laughs) i don't know where i was going with that sentence (laughs) but i have had the dreams about big houses so often oh really or going through big crowds of people is another common dream Uh i do dream often about flying um i often have like teeth related dreams which is very common and you know what that certainly doesn't mean that i'm any there's no significance to that that keeps well me, yeah <laughs> I well, awake or asleep I don't want my teeth to fall out but it is <laughs> particularly horrifying when it's a dream and you mm-hmm. can't rationalize and be like this isn't happening um but I don't wake up and think oh, I've got to this must mean I need to book call a dentist, my dentist or this must mean that I, <laughs> so, I don't know Janice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I think um I think this wish fulfillment aspect is where a lot of dreams about an ex come from, like, especially because we're usually um, talking with people who are not in the over them stage. Mm -hmm. Um, They're not generally the people who are like, I was totally over them. And then I had a random dream and that was weird. Like it's Mm -hmm. usually they're suffering. 
Um, and so, you know, I, I think the wish fulfillment part, it might not even be missing the person so much as like, you, you wish you, you weren't maybe, broken up at all. Like yeah. you wish you weren't single maybe, or you wish you hadn't gone yeah. through this. Or you miss you wish intimacy. you were in partnership. Maybe you haven't been, you know, getting touched or hugged. We hear that a lot where it's like, mm. okay, mentally, intellectually, like I'm over it. I'm good. I know I don't want to be with them, but I miss being like cuddled. Mm. <laughs> like, what do you do about that? Um, yeah. And, you know, maybe you were horny. And that was the face your brain put on the dream. So um, you're listening to a breakup advice podcast that's going to possibly like trigger thoughts about your ex and therefore dreams about your ex, all of those things. So well, don't stop listening, though. Don't stop listening, though. <laughs> Just- <laughs> we don't want to lose you. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to help and maybe yeah, right. listen to our dating again, our moving on episodes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Listen to our first date episode. That might. Uh, yeah. Crazy that one. Uh, <laughs> at the time of recording this, that one just came out. So mm-hmm. um, now you know how far ahead we are. Okay. <laughs> In the Very Well Mind article, Why Do We Dream by Kendra Cherry. In this creativity theory of dreaming, the unconstrained, unconscious mind is free to wander its limitless potential while unburdened by the often stifling realities of the conscious world. Dude, tell me about it. I love it. In fact, research has shown dreaming to be an effective promoter of creative thinking. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. We also could possibly be dreaming to prepare and protect the primitive instinct rehearsal and adaptive strategy theories of dreaming propose that we dream to better prepare ourselves to confront dangers in the real world. This is one of my favorite theories. The dream as a social simulation function or threat simulation provides the dreamer a safe environment to practice important survival skills. While dreaming, we hone our fight or flight instincts and build mental capacity for handling threatening scenarios. Under the threat simulation theory, our sleeping brains focus on the fight or flight mechanism to prep us for life-threatening and or emotionally intense scenarios. So cool. Like I have had dreams um, where I'm arguing or like standing up to my family members who I have Mm -hmm. ongoing, like almost lifelong issues with. And also this dream with my ex where I was standing up to him, you know, these are, you know, possibly preparing me for, you know, having the courage to do these things in real life. If I ever need to. Yeah. It's like visualization. I think there was a study. um, I did not prepare for this comment it just came into my mind so i don't know where to cite go it, for gold go for gold um <laughs> speaking of which olympic athletes <laughs> um basically athletes uh who visualize like each step of their event um it shows that they're actually building their brains and those parts of their brains that athletes who don't visualize and who just do the things they um Basically, like your the brain differences between people who just visualized and the brain differences between those who did it physically and 
real life they actually um they're they're very comparable um which you would be surprised at i think they even did it with like teaching people piano um they had like one course that did just theory and you never touched an actual piano but you did specifically think about playing a piano and exactly what it would feel like and where your fingers would be and what they found is that the same parts of their brain actually grew and developed just like the control group that actually learned piano by touching a piano mm-hmm. um so yeah really interesting um stuff yeah i and think I even yeah um you know lots of us can know what a stress dream is yeah. where you you know there's not really a plot or people but it's you know objects and feelings and yeah. i think even stress dreams help us prepare for stressful situations because exactly. we're in it and then yeah. we you know get out of it yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like I had a weird dream one time where I was introducing my current boyfriend to my ex fiance. And I it, it was like the conversation. I'm like, this is my huh. new boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Let's all talk. And like, <laughs> in Santa Barbara, it's a small town. That's a very real conversation that could eventually happen if my uh, if my boyfriend uh, and I were visiting mm-hmm. and like it'd be a shame for me to not visit because I was scared of that happening. You know? Oh, good point. Okay. But yeah, yeah so that was like mm-hmm. an anxiety slash a practice dream because I was like, how do I manage this conversation? This is so mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Um, so and it was probably in your subconscious, you yeah. know, like you were resistant to visit possibly for this reason. Yeah, because it is mm-hmm. like it's like you're gonna run into someone you know. So it's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Um cool. So another reason we possibly dream, a possible reason why we dream is to protect against brain plasticity. This is so crazy. Okay, so in the Time article, Why Do We Dream? A New Theory About How It Protects Our Brains by David Engelman and Don Vaughn. Wow, what a cool name. Um, Whenever we learn- Don Vaughn. Yeah, (laughs) Don Vaughn. Like- Mm. What a cool guy. Um, okay. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> cool name, at least. Um, okay, so the quote goes, whenever we learn something new, pick up a new skill, or modify our habits, the physical structure of our brain changes. The field of neuroscience calls this phenomenon brain plasticity. So it's referring to how the brain, like plastic, assumes new shapes and holds them. Brain circuits can rewire in people. Um, So like an example of brain plasticity is that brain circuits can rewire in people with temporary blindness, like wearing a blindfold, in about an hour. Their visual centers start doing audio things very quickly um, in order to adapt. And then it goes away very quickly afterwards, um, after they can see again. Um, And that's what they propose is the reason why we dream because we got our eyes shut. Wouldn't it be shame if for eight hours every night, our brain started doing non-visual things and we wake up in the morning and we can't see it? Yeah. So they're like, it's basically your brain is doing exercises to maintain your visual functions during darkness which was so crazy. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm like brains are amazing. 
Okay, so I thought it'd be interesting to discuss our take on various scenes that might show up in your dreams of your ex. These scenarios we got from the Healthline article, 38 Reasons Why You Keep Dreaming About Your Ex How and What cool. to Do Next. Yeah. So, so, and I just want to point out, you know, we found all of these resources about dreaming about your ex. So I just yeah. want to remind everyone, this is common. It's something that mm-hmm. pretty much everyone possibly goes through. Yeah. Yeah. So very, don't very write common. a story about how it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's just you and just your ex and right. Yeah. Um, cool. So if it's a long ago ex, um, they say dreaming about a long ago ex, especially a first love, is incredibly common. That ex becomes symbolic of passion, unhin- uninhibited desire, unafraid love, etc. These dreams are your subconscious mind's way of telling you that you want more spice in your life. Agree, disagree, Janice? Like, what do yeah. we think? Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think it could. I just want to keep on saying that. Like, it's possible. Um, mm-hmm. I also think sometimes we have dreams about our childhood because we're processing childhood stuff and because sometimes dreams don't mean anything. And so, you know, like yeah. I had a dream about this kid who liked me in fifth grade a little while You're back. Like, oh my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, um, yes, I definitely do think that it could mean that you have these desires and it could also mean that you're, um, yeah. you know, just having a memory related dream. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yes, I, sure. I agree too. I don't think it necessarily means that it's, um, you know, you need more passion or desire or passion or with this person, you know, a yeah. lot of us desire, you know, more passion and excitement in our life. And yeah, again, we're drawing on, you know, something familiar to help us dream about that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, okay. So what if it's a recent ex? Um, it might seem like your subconscious is trying to sabotage all the hard work you're doing and your waking hours to get over this person. Um, but the article says, on the contrary, your subconscious is actually trying to help you heal and process how you're feeling about the breakup. That is such true. a yeah. good point. That would be a good thing for anyone listening who's struggling with their breakup to remember is maybe you're you're dreaming about it to help you continue to process and exactly. get it out of your system. Yeah, that's great. It's like and maybe it's theory. even your subconscious showing you that you're ready because now you're dreaming about it. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's not like so, so painful that it's impossible to even think about. Like, Mm -hmm. right. With my bucket theory, it's kind of like you have all this grief to process in the bucket. You can only do a little bit at a time. And this is your subconscious's way of like taking just a little bit more out of your grief bucket Mm -hmm. um, to process. So I like that. So if they were abusive, dreaming dreaming about an abusive or toxic ex, think physically or mentally abusive, serial cheater, et cetera, is very is a very common common trauma response. According to the article, if you're dreaming about an abusive ex, it's likely because in your waking hours, you're still trying to find a why behind what happened. Yeah. If you're beating yourself up about this past relationship in waking hours, the dream could symbolize the abuse you're now putting yourself through by ruminating. Ooh, wow. Wow. I feel so personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. 
So if, if you're dreaming about your ex missing you or you missing them, I can absolutely relate to this. Mm -hmm. What qualities did your ex have that you're missing from your life right now? For example, if your ex was funny, schedule a zoom date with another funny friend. Mm -hmm. What qualities of yours did your ex bring out in you time to tap into those without the help of your ex? Awesome. I have had both dreams where I was asking my ex to get back with me or my, my ex was asking me to get back with them or Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just happens. And so I guess I'm to the point where I don't personally analyze it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I was, maybe this would be the conclusion that I, that I would have come to. Yeah, exactly. Like I get, um, like I've had one where I was like, telling dumpster fire that I missed him and it was just like a nice like conversation like no one was like asking for each other back or anything it was like Hmm. I just hope you're okay (laughs) yeah I'll say for me when my ex-husband pops up in my dreams more often than not there's some element of stress related with yeah yeah and I mean that would make total sense I mean it would would, It was, uh, you know, one of the least amicable <laughs> breakups oh, that no. I, that I know of. So yeah. And because, you know, like that's my last kind of memory and, and yeah. feeling and association with him, then it does make sense both that he's in my dreams. It was my longest relationship and, and that they're a little stressful. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's just, totally. what, so again, um, like I was just saying, my dreams about wanting him back, him wanting me back. Again, the article stresses, think about the qualities your ex had that you liked or the qualities your ex had when you were together that you want back in your life. Yeah. I would have to think long and hard about that personally, but you know, it could be, that could be yeah. a really good journal article if your ex pops up into your dreams yeah. or I mean a journal prompt. Journal prompt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hey, if your thing is writing full-blown articles in your journal, more power <laughs> to you. I think that's incredible, actually. Um, so, um, what if someone is apologizing? Um, this does not mean your ex is sorry in real life. Um, more likely, it's just your brain conjuring up a scene of exactly what you wished your ex had said. Um, And if you're the one apologizing, chances are you recently did or said something that you regret and the dream is your first attempt to make amends and Mm. to apologize. So, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's like life practice. You're kind of like, um, it's like watching the tapes. If you were like a football player, you Mm. would watch the plays and be like, oh, messed up that one. Um, All right. If someone is confronting the other about past wrongs. Ooh, I think this is like your list one, Janice. Mm -hmm. You know, like you took action in the dream that you didn't at the time. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, I'm not writing the list. It's you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Um, So the article agrees. It says if you're having a dream where you're confronting someone, you're confronting the part of you that was harmed by that person. And it's your way of slowly coming to terms with the ways that you were harmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I relate so much. You know, I've come to learn more and more about gaslighting through my work as a breakup coach. And mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, I've come to some really hard realizations about what he put me through for lack of a better way of saying it. And I, you know, I think 
it's, I like to tell myself that with all of the knowledge that I have now about relationships that I would never go through that again. And I certainly would, I love the opportunity that that dream gave me to, you know, kind of rewrite the ending of that story where I had stood up for myself. It made me feel, yeah, a lot stronger. Mm -hmm. And also I have to say it kind of replaced the the memory in my mind in a, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like this actually mm-hmm. that um of like rewriting the story of what happened cuz I think that's um that's something that I've heard about with manifesting too where it's like well how do you like build the self-worth that you need in order to like be able to manifest these big things and like believe that it really is coming for you if you never had those experiences growing up or in your past and there's like one technique where you can actually just like okay this was a pivotal moment in my life let me rewrite it so that like someone comes in and changes the scene or i'm my adult self and i can stand up for myself in that moment and yeah so that's incredible that's awesome janice i'm so glad you did that um (laughs) So, um, here's another situation that might happen in your dreams. What if you're getting back together in your dreams? Uh, so this is the time to look deep and examine whether you would actually want to get back with your ex. Should they come crawling? If you would, it's time to spend some time remembering why you broke up in the first place, said the article. Likely those were some pretty damn good reasons. And, you know, if you're having trouble with that, a therapist or a protective BFF can be very helpful to remind you of those great reasons. Um, If, however, in your waking hours, you have zero interest in said X, the dream is a sign that you've made peace with the relationship and learned the lessons you needed to learn from it. Yes, no, Janice, you think? Yeah, I think this is great. You know, how many people who are listening to this podcast are hurt over their breakup, you know, having a dream where your ex comes back to you in a way, (laughs) I would say, chalk it up to, you know, some sort of revenge fantasy, you know, and, (laughs) you know, where you get to now say, no, I don't want that. And I'm going to look in the opposite direction. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I think that could be really empowering, actually. Mm hmm. So what about if you're dreaming about the two of you falling in love again? Oh boy. (laughs) The article says it suggests that you're yearning to feel cared for and loved right now. A pretty freaking understandable want in the middle of a pandemic, right? (laughs) Interesting. Yes. And I just want to continue to stress, you know, this is not a sign that the two of you are still meant to be. Yeah dreaming about love is a common thing to dream about. Mm -hmm. So what if you're dreaming about getting physical, physical, kissing, touching, actual sex, (laughs) if this shows up in your dreams, it means a longing for connection. And it could also mean that it's time to examine whether you actually want to reconnect with this ex. This is another instance where making a list of reasons you broke up can be helpful. 
The article mm-hmm. also says if you have a kid together, it's not about the sex or kissing. It's about connecting for the sake of the child. That mm-hmm. is so interesting. And again, if you have a child with this person, they're probably really deeply embedded in your subconscious. It's kind of hard to get away from that on a daily basis, you yeah. know, your, your child. So exactly. I would think you'd be very likely to have your ex in your dreams. Yeah completely Mm -hmm. it's annoying but um (laughs) yeah use it as a sign that um you know you want to improve as a parent or improve as co-parents maybe yeah there you go what about if you're fighting in the dream dreams like this suggest that there's a current conflict in your life according to the Hmm. article given that we're all going through some major routine upheaval right now this is normal yeah yeah I think fighting is a stressful thing and that could be one way that something you're stressed about yeah. comes through. Yeah. If someone is cheating on the other, oh my God, I've had <laughs> dreams about this when yeah. I'm in relationships. Yes. Oh. A couple of times. Yeah. Really stressful dreams where I actually like caught the person. <laughs> oh my God. The article says if your ex actually cheated on you and you're dreaming about them cheating on you, it's a sign that you're bringing feelings of distrust into your current relationship. If you're dreaming that they did, even if they didn't, then chances are there's something in your current relationship that's causing you to feel like the third will. Whoa. Yikes. I don't really like that, but yeah, um, yeah. please check out our episode. What's it called? What was, what did we title it, Claire? Um, Oh, it's the one about cheating. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm pulling up. We just called it cheating. Episode 81. (laughs) Please check out episode 81 cheating. We talk all about what infidelity does to a person Mm -hmm. and also how to rebuild trust, how to choose to trust again after being cheated on. Um, I would, yeah, please check out that episode if this is something that you're really relating to. Um, so what if you're dreaming about breaking up all over again? Ooh, this could be an interesting one for anyone listening to X-Files. Was the split recent? Cut yourself some slack. You're still processing. Was it a while ago? Ask yourself what else in your life is making you feel rejected? Did you recently get fired due to COVID? Has one of your BFFs started texting or calling way less? I like this. And also maybe just, you know, think about this as yet another opportunity to write your own ending. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What what about dreaming that they are in a new relationship? Oh, Mm. if anyone has dreamt that I'm really sorry. And I'm sure that that is very painful. Um, According to the article though, cool. You're coming to terms with the fact that your ex is going to, or already has moved on. It is time for you to do so too. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you do if you are listening to this? Cause you're like, I'm having these wacky dreams. <laughs> um, number one, you knew it was coming. You can journal, <laughs> um, like processing through writing is so so powerful there's there's something special that happens just like from the fact of writing something down um yeah so that that can really help you process and like get it out of your head so you're not like 
just ruminating and going in circles for the rest of the day. Another thing you can do is debrief with a coach, a therapist, or a trusted friend. Trusted in the fact that you know they will not feed into fears about the dream, meaning that you need to get back together with this person. I mean, there's so many things that we do as breakup coaches that help our clients who go through this. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, mindfulness, rewriting the story, redirecting your thoughts, all sorts of things. So I think that dreams especially would be very helpful to talk to someone about. You can also do a cord cutting ceremony or some other goodbye ritual. And that can just like give you some sort of closure on the dream. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Because I think, you know, you can get really affected by your dreams and other things that happen in your subconscious. And this could be a way of kind of overriding that. Especially if you do do a, you know, a cord cutting um, session with someone where they kind of put you in almost this, um, what do you call it? This alternate consciousness. And, mm-hmm. he- and that I know I did one after my divorce where it was almost like a, hypno- a hypnosis session. And we went through mm-hmm. a cord cutting meditation together. And it, it was extremely helpful, extremely helpful. And of course, check out Insight Timer. Claire has a cord cutting <laughs> meditation there that I know some of my clients have used. Yay. So check that out. Yeah. And speaking of hypnotherapists, I know we've talked about um, the messy path before, um, Ariel and Whitney. I believe Ariel is a hypnotherapist. That work can be very, very, very effective when you're struggling to get over a breakup. Definitely look her up. We'll put that in the show notes, you know, ask for a referral perhaps. And yeah, consider, you know, taking charge of the situation. I think one thing that people struggle with when they dream about an ex is that you feel, I mean, rightfully so, that you don't really have control over what Mm -hmm. you dream about, Mm -hmm. which you don't really. I mean, I think there's things that you can do to maybe influence it. But um, and so I think it can make people feel a little powerless over the breakup. Because yeah, totally. you know, they didn't ask for this. And so yeah. therefore they can feel like it's out of their control. And, you know, hiring someone to do hypnotherapy, doing a cord cutting meditation, doing journaling, these are all ways to take charge of the situation and to rewrite that story. You are in control of this and your healing is your responsibility. And so why not be proactive about it? Ah. Oh. What a good closing note, Janice. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. And, you know, I really, you know, wish everyone the best um, struggling with this and healing from this. Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us and learn about breakup coaching, Find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.